Hello everyone and welcome back to me delving into the traumatic love life that was my past. This episode is going to be focused on my ex-husband who we're going to call Christian and I think that this will be good although it was hard for me to think about. Um, when I'm doing these, I'm kind of just going through and I'll make up Spotify playlist of songs that remind me of the relationship and play them over and over and really think about the relationships, the good and the bad. And this one has a lot of guilt with it. So it was hard, but, uh, sorry to be a Debbie Downer about it. Uh, <laughs> After we get through these first couple ones, it will get more fun and more on the sex side of things and not so deeply scarring and whatnot, but I'm finding it really therapeutic to to do this. So even if no one likes it, even if no one listens to it, even if everybody hates it, I'm finding it helpful for me. So that's what I care about right now. Uh Because, you know, while I'm learning how to do this podcasting thing, might as well, right? Uh, So here is the story of my failed first marriage. Enjoy. I've been procrastinating talking about this relationship, recording this, this morning for hours now. And I think that's because it's the relationship that I feel like I did the most wrong in. I think that basically all of the other ones, I was hurt. I was hurt in this one too, but I think that I did the most wrong and I have the most regrets. This relationship started off where the other one left off probably early 1993 let's say and this was with my first husband who we're gonna call Christian I don't really like, but I couldn't think of something else to call him. Uh, we were sweet high school sweethearts. And we met because this girl that I failed to mention in the previous episode, because she's irrelevant, but 
she uh she was hanging out with all of the skater boys like I said I was hanging out with them too and she I was jealous of her because she she could skate she was more of like a tomboy kind of person and I wasn't and so they treated her like one of the guys which is something that I always oddly enough I don't I always wanted to be treated like one of the guys and I never was I was treated as the girl that they just wanted to fuck and that's it and I it's kind of my fault because I used my sexuality to I don't want to say like get attention because I mean in a way it was but really I just wanted friendship relationships I didn't want like attention in that way but that's the only way I knew how to get it and uh so it just that was a pattern that repeated throughout my life is just I could never just be friends with a guy because either they just wanted to fuck me or it turned into that kind of thing um on my part anyways that's beside the point I don't know why I'm going off on a tangent uh so this girl was hanging out with them and she had a crush on Christian and although I was jealous of her she was still kind of like my friend we hung out at school and stuff and uh so that's how I knew who he was because she would talk about him and and he looked like at the time remember it's the early 90s he looked the best I can describe it is the guy on Hocus Pocus that wears the leather jacket and has like long blonde hair because he, ha- he had long blonde hair, leather jacket, smoked cigarettes. He was in the grade above us. So he was like an older man. He wore like, you know, stonewashed jeans and Doc Martens. Like he had this style about him. And he wasn't like popular, but he was popular amongst the skaters. He was just kind of known to be kind of up there with the older skaters. So he had just like a mystery about him. So she had a crush on him and her friend, who was not my friend, swooped in and started dating him. Why he started dating her, I do not know. She was not cute. That's all I'm going to say about her. She wasn't cute. Okay. But he started dating her and we were so mad at her. Like what a bitch come in and you know, like, it's not like I did that. Like she did that to her. And they were actual friends. Her and I were just like, you know, we were in the same circle. So months go by. It's summer vacation. And uh, I'm still hung up on the darkness, of course. And the darkness actually came to my birthday party. Which I was just like hanging out in my grandma's backyard because she had a pool. And we were just back there. I just turned 15. We were back there eating pizza and hanging out by the pool. And the darkness comes over with some of his friends. And Christian was with him. And then I don't remember exactly how it happened, but he kind of stayed around. And we kind of talked about his relationship with this girl. And he said about how she was treating him bad and that she was cheating on him with this guy on a 
on the bus for a field trip or something. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but long story short, they broke up. He and I got together. She was not happy about this, but who cares? Fuck her. She was stupid. And so then we, oh my gosh, I can't even, I know we started dating July 12th. Like you care, like it's important to you. I don't know why I'm even telling you. I'm just trying to figure out how long we waited before we had sex, but I can't remember. I just remember that we were like making out all of the time, all of the time. Everyone would be like, you guys need to, or is there even two separate people there? We were just constantly making out. And this was the first time I was with a boy that liked me back. So I was super into it and I fell for it hard because, you know, after all that time, I felt like, you know, I was trying to justify myself to the darkness and get him to love me no matter what I did. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't love me. And this guy actually did like me. So I just, I clung on to it real hard. Um, yeah. So when we started having sex, we were having sex all of the time, all of the time, like, uh, you know, teenagers and, um, no protection, just going at it like we're trying to reproduce. I don't know. And probably it took a while, maybe maybe eight months in, I want to say, I got pregnant. And I made it probably, I had to tell my mom that was horrible, horrible. But I just wrote her a letter and then waited for her to scream at me. But I ended up having a miscarriage at 10 weeks. That was pretty horrible, especially for a 15-year-old to go through. But obviously, I'm better off because that would have been... That would have been something to have to deal with. So... Shortly after that whole thing had happened and then died down. Well, first I want to say that I just want to paint the picture that he and I were very close. Like we were best friends. We were with each other all of the time. I hung out with his friends. I left my friends and was only friends with his friends. Um, we like never fought. We were just, we were just always together best friends. We love the same music, the same movies, the same TV shows, everything. And I was very comfortable with him and just loved him to death. And, uh, so yeah, after the whole miscarriage thing happened and that had kind of died down, his brother who, well, his stepbrother, his stepmom's son, who was an adult, uh, moved here from across the country with his wife and we started hanging out with them and 
we and then his other friends like I said he was older and then he had friends that were even like a grade above that so he had friends that were like 18 so they would buy cigarettes for us and stuff like that and uh there was one girl in particular who you know would buy us cigarettes and stuff and she was 18 and she was friends with him before I knew him and so I just accepted it and he would go over to her house and like hang out and I don't want to sound insensitive or anything but this girl was very short and very large and not cute in the face either so I wasn't really concerned about her well come to find out and I don't even know how I found out that's crazy I think I probably blocked it out come to find out he had cheated on me with her and I remember we were all like there was a lot of us down at like this baseball diamond and it was dark out and we were like drinking or whatever we we're doing and I confronted him and I think he admitted it and I remember I just went to go slap him across the face and I hit him with the bottom hard part of my palm right in his ear and I didn't mean to but yeah I hurt him a little bit more than I thought I would and I just remember screaming at him and telling him that's why that's why I had a miscarriage because I it wasn't meant to be and all this and that shit traumatized me like not only did he cheat on me okay but and I'm probably my six yeah I'm 16 by now not only did he cheat on me but like I thought things between us were really good we had sex all the time so I didn't understand I thought that cheating happened when you didn't put out or if you were ugly or fat or whatever like there was a reason like he wasn't attracted to you or something was up like there there had to been a reason that I did something and this girl like I said wasn't cute and he had I found out that he did it twice with her and I was just so betrayed and I just could not believe and let me just say like Christian as a person was very sensitive. He was raised by his mom and his sister. So he was just very in touch with like his sensitive side. He would like cry at sad movies. He was not a douchebag kind of guy. So it just really just caught me off guard and blew my mind. And I just remember laying in bed for what seemed like forever, just crushed, crushed. And that stayed with me for so long. It took me probably two years to be able to like get over it to where I could like look at things objectively. And I know that like being cheated on, you want to know why, like why, what about her made you choose to hurt me like this what did I do to deserve this and you never get it you get what just happened which is not anything that's gonna heal you 
I think we broke up about it, but then we got back together. Uh, and there's a little overlap of another relationship in here, which will be the next episode. Um, and that one will be the most difficult one for me to talk about mentally, but so let's just skip ahead. We get over it. We get back together. Everything's fine. We move out after high school, get our own house. And, uh, we end up getting married. I think I was about 21. So he was probably 22 or I was just 22 and he was 23. And, big huge wedding you know my mom spent several thousand dollars and she was a single mom at this point and you know and that's something else like he was with me through my parents divorcing like we went through a lot of stuff together and like I said at this we're still like best friends like I could not imagine wanting to be with someone else like I loved him so much he was my best friend and I thought that you're supposed to marry your best friend right because looks and physical attraction and all of those things are going to fade away and you're going to be old people one day and you want somebody that you get along with and you can talk with and so after we got married Meanwhile, the darkness is like trying to come back in and all of this is going on. Uh, we moved and then that's when we opened up our relationship because of the darkness. And that's when my current husband comes into the picture. And during this time, because like I said in the previous episode Christian did have crushes on girls here and there at work and he would talk to them and they would come to the house and we'd play card games and stuff like that and there was I think two of them up until this point and I liked both of them they were cool um but I remember one night I was sick and I was I think I had drank too much and I was in the bathroom throwing up and he was out in the living room with another girl and didn't like come check on me and I remember that made me feel you know it wasn't like sex with someone else or being with someone else that made me feel jealous it was not tending to me like you would have anyways if they weren't there that made me feel jealous so, eventually, I become pregnant. Well, actually, in between me becoming pregnant with my daughter, there was a time, notice how I just skip right over it, because this is where I feel shitty, and it's probably the biggest regret of my life. <sighs> because I didn't realize that 
being in a relationship with multiple people at a time was even a thing. And not that everyone would be in on it anyways. So it's hard to find that after you're already in an existing relationship. But because I had feelings for my daughter's dad, I pushed Christian away emotionally. I shut him out and it's not like I wanted to, but it was like this new relationship formed with someone else with my daughter's dad and he, he kind of expected me to do that. And so I did it, I guess, to make myself feel justified or gosh I don't even know how to explain it I don't even know how to put it but I just put this wall up between Christian and I to because I was caught up in the relationship with my daughter's dad and I I don't know but I know that I hurt him by doing that and I know that the relationship went too far because we you know didn't have a discussion we didn't set boundaries I should have been using protection and I wasn't like it just I was young we had no information and I just let it go too far and I hurt him and I to this day like I wish I would have handled it differently. So I uh, end up getting pregnant while I'm still married to Christian by my current husband now. And, you know, I waited a while. I told him he wasn't happy, obviously, but he wasn't mad I mean he didn't like throw things like I said he was a sensitive guy he was sad and upset about it but what were we gonna do right and so I waited a while before I told my family because I knew and at this point we were married probably two years so I felt horrible like my mom spent all this money on the wedding and It was just, it was, it was a hard thing to do. And we ended up divorcing. I never signed the divorce papers. I just told my husband's friend to sign the thing that he had given them to me and just file it. That I didn't want to sign anything. I didn't want to see anything. I didn't want to be served. I I didn't want to even do it, but I did it for my daughter because I thought it was best for her for me to be with her dad. So, yeah. And then now he's remarried. I went to his wedding, actually. And 
It Was Fine Until They Did Their First Dance was the same band that we did our first dance with. So that was, um, I thought, distasteful and kind of triggered me and enraged me. And I started crying hysterically and had to leave. And my daughter was a witness to that. So, yeah. Uh, and his new wife is super controlling, insecure, and annoying. You cannot, I can't talk to him. I can't be on face, be his friend on Facebook, nothing. Even when I see him at the store and I try to talk to him, she like intervenes and has to like, like I'm talking to her. I can't stand her, but they have several kids together and I guess he's happy. I just, the divorce was really hard because like I said, he was my best friend and I, I miss that. Uh, I want to address the sexual side of that relationship because I think it's something that not a lot of people talk about and made me feel some type of way when I was in my early 20s that, you know, we were having sex all the time when we were teenagers and then a lot of drama And I think that that had something to do with it, but, and birth control maybe, I don't know, but my libido just went down to nothing. Like I did not want to have sex and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And I just convinced myself that it was because long-term relationships attractions just fade and that's just how it is and you just lose that and he was my best friend so it didn't matter if there was passion or not this is just what happens and I think I was wrong and I think that that's what that's what weakened us but you know I didn't know I thought what I was doing was right and ended up just doing some selfish shit that I regret. As I'm editing, I just want to jump in here and make it clear that it is normal for this to happen, but there's things you can do about it. There's ways to work around it. We as humans, so I've learned, seek novelty and it's completely natural and okay and not something to feel ashamed about and that you can't talk about. The sexual desire in a long-term relationship inevitably dies off and it's up to you what you want to do about it and there are options. You don't have to just live with it. If you just live with it and ignore it, you know, it weakens your relationship and you can end up like I did. I regret how I handled it. I don't regret that I did it because I wouldn't have my daughter and I would go anything and go back and do anything to still have her. But I think that, you know, the lack of desire is something that a lot of women feel and they feel less than because of it and they don't So they don't want to talk about it because they don't want people to know about it. 
and I think a lot of it had to do with me being on birth control because I am I've learned as I've been older that hormones really that I'm really sensitive to hormones so I don't know if that was just it but you know and and, and him hurting me made the attraction less made the attraction lessen because once you're hurt like that you never look in their eyes the same again and it puts up this wall and I think it was at that point that I really stopped feeling true intimacy with anyone I mean this was the person that you know I first had oral sex with both giving and receiving the person I person I first had anal sex with like I there was so much like exploration and newness and first times for both of us with things that really like there was this strong bond because of our age and the length of our relationship that really tore at me when he did that to me and tore at both of us later on when all this other shit went down and that's why I feel like I hurt him so deeply and lost my best friend in the process but I gained my daughter so it is what it is I just wish that people would talk more about not not having the relations relationship just fall to monogamy as a default i wish people could have conversations and realize that you can have other relationships and that's not a direct reflection on yourself just like someone cheating on you is not a direct direct reflection on you it feels that way but over time I've learned that that's not it's not about me it's about them but it took a lot of hurt to get to that point but at the same time it's also I'm thankful that I did have that experience because that started something that continued I mean I've been cheated on a lot but I've been so curious about the reasoning behind it and, and really like investigating it from all angles and it's taught me so much and it's fed my curiosity into sexuality and they've both just kind of you know mingled with each other and really helped me to form my paradigm around sex and relationships and so you know everything happens for a reason right anyways yeah that was my relationship with my first husband who I still just love and miss all the time well that was that I apologize if it was a little all over the place it was just emotionally difficult for me to do this one you know this one's the one that makes me the most sad 
think the previous one was the one that makes me the most angry. And the next one is the one that makes me the most sick. But uh, once we get through that one, we should be getting into a little bit more fun stuff and less heavy things. You know, these first few really uh, shaped me. Again, thanks for listening. I'm going to, again, if you're listening on Anchor, I will add a few songs here at the end that remind me of my ex-husband and some of them are songs that reflect my guilt but uh yeah again thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next one that is disgusting and going to be mentally challenging for me to do but and I'll probably keep it short because I don't like to uh, dwell on that one too much. I've done a lot of blocking out for that one, but I feel like it'll be healing to talk about it, get it out, and close it back up. Uh, also, um, follow me on Instagram at the Shauna Williams, Twitter at X Shauna Williams. Uh, show notes are at the Williams.com. And if you could rate and review the podcast on iTunes, that would be really helpful for me. I just want to, you know, get out there and have a conversation about alternative alternative relationship styles and uh, cheating and how it's not the end of the world and it's not your fault and it has nothing to do with you and it's okay well it's not okay but you know what I mean anyways okay bye <laughs>